Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Kristen Smith, Pennsylvania editor for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania reporter, Anthony Hennan. This week, Anthony brought us a story about the mass transit financial dilemma that is facing transit systems all across Pennsylvania. We have some of the, we are home to one of the largest transportation systems in the country, and that's SEPTA, which serves Philadelphia and the surrounding regions. But we also have a mass transit system in Pittsburgh that has the unique distinction of being one of the most expensive systems for operations in the country, more so than San Francisco or Oakland, for example. So part of the problem is that these mass transit systems experienced a huge drop in ridership during the pandemic, and they've struggled to recapture that those riders in the years since and have become quite dependent on the federal stimulus aid that was given to them in the few years to kind of survive. So Anthony, will you talk a little bit more about what's going to face riders in the next year or two as this money goes away and we don't really have any way to fill the gap? Yeah, it seems like there's uh, there's two alternatives here. Um, one is that we'll see service reductions or the other is, uh, you know, higher fares or some, some other form of funding needs to replace this. Um, th- this is something that's not unique to Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. Um, this is a general problem across uh, the country with public transit systems, where with uh, you know shifts in commuting patterns, um, the rise of working from home and working remote. Um, you know, with the pandemic hitting, um, ridership all across the country took a toll. Uh, when we're looking at Philadelphia, um, there's about a 40% drop in ridership, and that still hasn't really uh, recovered. Um, Pittsburgh as well lost 30 per- 34% of bus riders, um, about 50% of light rail commuters. Um, so essentially, we've had a large decline in um, fare box revenues. We've had some increasing costs. And past few years, federal aid has been able to fill all those gaps that's ending. After fiscal year 2024, federal pandemic aid will run out. SEPTA alone will be facing a $240 million annual deficit. And this is, uh, you know, th- th- this is a crunch time. This is one of those things where even before the pandemic, fair revenues was not the majority of money supporting these systems, but with a notable loss of commuters, a notable loss of previous fair revenue, you know, that, that's, that, that, that's a tight squeeze right now. SEPTA is aiming to get up to 80% of ridership by 2024, but it's uh, it's not clear that they'll hit it. So, you know, there, there's going to be some hard questions coming up here on how to fund this or whether to increase funding, to cut services all across the country, essentially. Um, Washington, D.C. especially has been hit with even even larger losses here. So one alternative is looking at giving, in Pennsylvania, certain counties more flexibility to pass taxes or fees to maintain these transit systems and cover some of these costs. One proposed bill coming from State Representative Ben Waxman, who's a Democrat from Philadelphia, is essentially looking to allow Allegheny County, which is in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia County, and surrounding Philadelphia suburban counties, as well as Center County, which has State College, which is where Penn State is, basically giving those counties more flexibility to either create some uh, some taxes or to use some existing taxes to support the region's tra- uh, transit system. So these taxes would be on things like liquor sales, property transfers, local income taxes, car rentals, vehicle ownership, ba- basically looking at different ways to give local government more flexibility in how to fund their public transit systems. You know, whether this bill will come to fruition, it's not yet clear. But th- this is also something similar to other bills we've seen um, to fund uh, EMS services of giving local authorities, local counties 
more uh, flexibility or more taxing power to find ways to fund these systems. One of the interesting things about this bill is the way that it's written. It seems to have a hierarchy of counties and what they can do to raise these additional funding, because aside from the counties that you mentioned, there's plenty of others that have transit systems, particularly buses. I can think of many in the Harrisburg region, for example, and I'm sure Erie and other larger cities have it too. And so they have the freedom to redirect tax revenues from other sources, as you said, instead of levying new ones. What I can see here, the difference between um, proposed flexibility for EMS funding versus mass transit is there's probably going to be a lot of outcry particularly from the Republican side of the legislature, about asking taxpayers on the whole to subsidize mass transit systems, particularly in the larger regions that they're going to argue have mismanaged their funds for years and that became too reliant on pandemic aid or you know whatever have you. So can you talk a little bit about why this may face an uphill battle in the legislature? Yeah, I mean, I think some of this is just a partisan um, divide and also some of this is just a geographical divide. You know, Republicans generally are less friendly to funding, funding transportation, mass transit systems. And geographically, you know, rural voters are not necessarily inclined to pay more on state level to support local transit systems, you know, hours and hours away from them. You know, when, when you look at SEPTA funding compared to some other regions, you know, Philadelphia does get less state level support than some other systems we see around the country. I, I think, you know, this is just one of those battles. I think if nothing else, Doing this locally seems better rather than pushing it on the rest of the state of saying, you know, we have this transportation, this transit system. If we're going to fund it, we should, you know, try to increase our own funding levels um, before we go to the state. I, I think if nothing else, that would be a stronger political argument for them to look at, hey, you know, we're already we boosted funding. We want more. There could be some sort of uh, some sort of compromise worked out on that level. But, you know, it's it, it's not clear. You know, Pennsylvania and its uh, uh, history of having much more local governments and a lot, many more smaller local government entities and a lot of its neighboring states kind of play into this and local control. But, you know, it, it's it's not clear how much uh, traction this will get. I mean, we've seen some some state level bill proposals from Republicans about mass transit systems and funding and different things like that. But, yeah, I, I think it'll be an interesting thing to see here of with the House being controlled by Democrats and the Senate being controlled by Republicans, you know, what sort of compromises we get here? Because no, no matter what happens, again, you know, SEPTA has been warning for a couple of years about what will happen after federal spending runs out. You know, we haven't seen a lot of state level action on this, but, you know, SEPTA's general manager and CEO, Leslie Richards, in the most recent budget proposal, said that this will be the last budget proposal without service cuts and fare increases unless SEPTA receives additional support from our funding partners. So whether that's local, whether that's state, you know, it's, it's not clear how this will happen. But there's there's going to be a big squeeze here in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Anthony Hennon, this is Kristen Smith. Please subscribe and thanks for listening.